0: Welcome to Life Edit and Design. Hi, I'm Julianne Price, your hostess, and I'm thrilled to have you back for our brand new season. This is season two, and we are in episode one. And in this season, we are going to take a look at tools that you can use for Life Edit and Design and give you some themes. So this first episode, we're going to be talking all about your planner and give you an overview of what this planner craze is all about and how to use your planner for your life. So Let's back up real quick and talk about, you know, editing and designing is all about making intentional choices for your life, deciding what you want in your life, and then creating a plan for what that looks like, things that have to come into your life, things that have to go out of your life, right? The edit and the design. The tool that you can use to make all this happen is your planner. In a lot of cases, you know, it can be your journal, but it's also a planner. Planner is where you can take action, track your progress, see how things are going, check in with yourself. It's really an awesome tool. And if you go over to our Life Edit and Design um, Etsy shop or even our website, you'll see that we're, we're full of planners because it's our favorite go-to tool for focusing on very specific areas of our lives. So uh, recently we came out with a family events planner, which is all just about planning family events because family is important to us. It's one of the areas of focus. It's you know area of connection. So it was all about how can you create these wonderful mem- um, memory-making events For your family that are unusual, not just your typical birthday party, but something really, really unusual. And so we created a planner just based on that. So planners are a great way to tackle areas of focus and design your life intentionally. And it's just, it's a tool that's really come a long, long way from the good old days. So in this episode, I want to talk about the planner craze and then talk about kind of how that drills down to you and what do you wanna do with your planner. And then in the rest of the season, we're gonna give you some fun ideas on how to um, plan around different topics. So again, it's all about that life edit and design. We're gonna get very um, hands-on and give you some very specific fun themes to do that you can use your planner to carry out. So what is this planner craze? Why is it so um, big? And if you're not aware of it yet, um, you probably will be very soon. Just kind of open your eyes now. As you walk down Walmart aisles or even all of these I've heard, they now have planners in their aisles that are beyond you know, your typical day planner. So back in the day, you'd go to Staples and you'd basically buy a glorified appointment book, right? That was a planner. It was called the day planner. It had all the hours of the day in it. Um, they were boring. They were black and white. You were lucky if you got a color to cover. Um, they're nothing like what the planners are today. Planners today are just beautiful, colorful, and open expression type of planners. They're not the structured hours of the day type of planner. So this craze is really comes down to the kind of the psychology behind planners that you don't really hear people talk about, but it, I believe it's the reason why planners are such a big deal. And that's because when you buy a planner, it's a chance to become a whole new you. It's a chance for a fresh start. When you buy that blank planner, you have, um, you're holding brand new possibilities in your hand and everybody loves that. We all love opportunities to reinvent ourselves. You know, haven't there been times where you feel like, oh, if I could just pick up and start over, I would make so many different choices. I would live my life so differently. That's kind of what a planner is, is a chance to make all these different choices and live your life in a different way on a day by day calendar style basis And I don't think you really hear people talk about it, but that's what it is. When you hold that planner, you have like all these hopes, dreams. It's it's exciting to hold a blank planner and think about what is possible for you through these pages. That's, That's what this planner craze is all about. And I apologize if my dogs get loud in the background. We have contractors in the house and it can get noisy here from time to time. So I apologize in advance if you hear any barking and I will pause if it gets a little crazy. Um, but that's what it is. That's the craze. The craze is about potentials, possibilities, new opportunities. So why are this, why is there just not planners out there? Why are there aisles and aisles of stickers and markers? And why do people have so many different planners? What? How did this craze of new new opportunities go so crazy? Here's what the next part was: is that in addition to planners having this be a new opportunity, planners became a Uh, canvas, a way of artistic expression, which was never what you saw in the original planners, right? Those black and white planners, you wrote in with a pen and you tracked your doctor's appointments. That was it. These new planners are a way of living. They're a lifestyle. And now there's a whole community, the planner community. These are the women, they call themselves planner babes, planner girls, whatever. I mean, they're all very um, supportive and they're all very much into this lifestyle of being a planner girl someone who uses a planner as a daily tool for their lives. And so planners are very, very creative expression tools. And if you go on Instagram, you see these beautiful pages. Sometimes they're so beautiful, I don't know how anybody could bear to write in them because they're just so pretty. And it's it's an art form now. And some people might say, well, they're just stickering in a book. It's not really that big a deal. And I challenge you to sit in front of a blank book with a book of stickers and know what to do because it's overwhelming. You don't know what to put where, where am I going to be writing? You know, do I want a to-do list over here? Do I want a to-do list over there? It's not as easy as you would think. And I can speak from experience because I'm just overwhelmed by the, the blank page. Um, so it's not about stickering in a book. It's really about finding colors and patterns and quotes and things that go together and taking different books all, combining ideas and concepts from all these different layouts and putting them on a page. So there is an art to it, and it's something that you develop as a skill. And then you have the bullet journal world, which these the people that create these bullet journals are just amazing, where they have a totally blank page, no graphs, no lines, and they just create. And they're using pens and doodles and colors and beautiful handwriting, and then they get into mixed media. I mean, these things are beautiful. Um, ever go on Instagram and uh, search the hashtag bullet journals? You'll be blown away with them by what these people are creating. So you've got these planners, which are a fresh start, a way to create your own life. And now you've got this outlet for creative expression. You put those two together and yes, you have a very big trend. It tends to be a lot more female oriented. Uh, Sorry to the men out there that are planners, love you too, but um, it's very female oriented. It's very colorful um, or very color oriented. Some people stick to very muted palettes, but it's that chance of designing. It's like designing a whole house, only you're doing it on a book and it's personal to you. You don't have to involve anybody else in your planner. You don't need to get anybody else's permission. You don't have to have anybody else's opinions. It's yours. And that's what's so cool. And then as a result of these two things, these, these ideas of the hopes and the dreams and the creative expression, it launched the third thing, which is a community. There is a huge community out on Instagram. There's a community over on Facebook of planners, people who um, bond over the fact that they use a planner which you might think is a very strange concept. You know, 20 years ago, if you, someone told you that they're all planners, you would think, okay, they're event planners, you know, um, meeting and event planners, wedding planners, they're professionals, not people who do this as part of their lifestyle. So this new community that's out there is an amazing community. It's very supportive. And if you can just kind of hop in. Again, going over to Instagram is a great way to find these women and watch what they're doing and become part of the community and feel like a planner, planner girl. Um, I don't recommend Facebook so much. I find that's a little bit more drama. I find Instagram is much more um, inspirational, supportive, a better place to hang out than on the Facebook side of that community. But now you can be part of a community. So how cool is that? By picking up this book in Michael's or Hobby Lobby, Joanne's, you've just joined part of a community that will support you. I mean, that's just amazing. So if you think about what's happened in the planner community, you can understand why there's this craze. So you've got all these hopes and dreams you've got this creative outlet and now you have a community of women that will support you and cheer you on and you know look at your spreads and be like wow that's beautiful or wow i like you know how you created that list so of course it's going to take off and of course it's a beautiful tool so you may not want to be part of the planner community and that's totally fine but feel free to embrace the planner trend you don't have to go crazy with the stickers, but planners are a very powerful tool and there's more variety and more options than there ever has been. And it's a chance for you to take your edit and design and use a tool and tap into that new hopes, new dreams, the possibilities and really love and embrace that planner trend. So that's what we're doing here in the podcast in this season is help you embrace, embrace the book, embrace the tool and find how it works for you and have a lot of fun because planners can be a ton of fun with or without the stickers and with or without the colored markers so that's what we're going to talk about here another thing that i love about planners is that it's a chance for you to make your own rules what happens inside that book stays inside that book right unless you've posted that on the instagram world but it's a chance for you to decide the planners now are very open format they're not uh, you know a list of appointments from 5 a.m to you know midnight and here's all the time slots that's not what you see in the planner world anymore. What you see now are just, you know, open maybe boxes on a page, maybe a line graph or a dot grid or just lines on a page, like a journal. It's a chance for you to create whatever you want. And you'll see over in the bullet journal, they've gotten really creative and come up with every spread is just totally unique to the person. Over in something like the Happy Planner World, you tend to have some more stylized layouts that you have to work within, but you see how every planner takes them in a totally different direction. So you get to decide what you're going to track in the planner, how you're going to track it. Are you going to do to-dos or are you not going to do to-dos? Are you going to do lists or are you not going to do lists? You get to do so much in planners because there are no rules. They're only your own rules. And you're only bound by the fact that there's days in a week, weeks in a month and months in a year. Those are the only, that's like the framework you get to work in. But after that, you get to decide everything. And in a bullet journal, there's just blank pages. You can decide if you want to follow the calendar or not. You do, You get to do whatever you want in a bullet journal. So do some studying. This isn't meant to be a, an introduction of all levels of planning. This is just meant to give you an idea of what the planner craze is about and how you might want to step into it, where your point of entry might be, and which planners you might get drawn to. So again, you can make your own rules. Really, really cool. And then you get to see your progress on those rules. So how well you keep up with your planner. If you put a tracker in of some sort, like planners are great for tracking habits, which is part of edit and design. is always about building a great habit to support your intentions. Well, planners are great for tracking that. Some planners have them built in, but most of the time you'll find it in a sticker format or a hand-drawn format where you can decide, okay, today I'm tracking um, steps. So you're going to record your steps for each day. You're going to have a tracker. And then some people, like especially in the bullet journals, you'll see them draw a graph. Of how they did and they can start to see patterns of, you know, I tend to walk more at the beginning of the week, but at the end of the week, my steps tail off and, oh, that's where I need to work. So planners are a great way to visualize the progress you're making. The problem that I see with planners is they're so open that it's hard for you to decide, you know, what am I going to track in here? Because I've got every, you know, every possibility is now something that I can do. Well, how do I decide? And that's where I think people start to fall down with planners. Is there's almost too many options, too few rules. What do I do? I'm overwhelmed. And so the planner just sits there. It's beautiful. You feel the excitement of the potential, but then you don't know how to do anything. You don't know how to carry that forward. And that's what we hope to help you um, work with through with the season. It gives you some themes that you can practice with in your planner. So that you can get the hang of it. And so we're going to give you a couple of different things each month to work on and that you'll track in the planner and you might try different ways of tracking. You might track one way one week and then another week you might try a different layout or a different design and see how that works for you. So it's a chance to experiment and play, but we're giving you some guidelines, some rules to follow, um, not even rules, but ideas to um, explore so that it helps you get better at your planning. So that's what we'll be doing in this season. Um... Let's go over just a little bit about kind of what people put in their planners. Because, again, I feel like this is where people get overwhelmed, like, what should I put on my pages? So why people plan? What are they doing with these planners, these beautiful books? So we've talked about the creative expression, right? They, some people just use them as a canvas. You'll look at some planner pages and you'll be like, hmm, she's not really planning anything. The page is gorgeous, but there really was no plans on that page. And that's okay. That's totally their form of expression. Um, but So some people have planners just as... A canvas just as something beautiful to create every week and every month. That's okay, but that, that's just one of the reasons why people will get a planner. The second thing, reason people will get a planner or second way that they'll use them is kind of a carryover from a different style, which was scrapbooking. You'll see some people who just put memories in there. They might have a planner that's just about scrapbooking, and they're taking photos that they took that week and sticking them in a book. Where a scrapbook tended to be more theme-based, right? It was, you know, around a birthday party or around a uh, a special family event, uh, the holiday, where the journal of forming a, or the planner forming a scrapbooking now is about things that happened that week or that month. So they're they're a little bit different. They're kind of like a micro scrapbook. It's a snapshot of your life during that week. And that's really, really cool. If you have the energy and the focus to do that kind of scrapbooking, so it's a calendar scrapbook. It's what happened that week, notes about that week, pictures about that week. Um, favorite things from that week, that is such a cool thing that you can flip back to. It's a skill that I just don't think I possess, but maybe in retirement, I'll be able to get there. But that's a beautiful way to use your planner, because it shows where you were at that point in your life. And if you were to take September of this year, and then compare it to September of last year, you would see how much you had changed and how much you had grown or how your life had evolved from that time. So it's a very cool way of reflecting on your life. So that's a second reason or second way that people use their planners as this memory keeper scrapbooker. The third way is the way that maybe most people associate with a planner, and that's just to track the to-dos, the things you don't want to forget to do. So you can track your appointments. You can attract, um, excuse me, you can keep track of lists, lots of lists. So things like, um, you know, your grocery list, your menu planning, Your um, things you got to do list, Um, maybe it's a lot of people do like cleaning lists, so the planner will be all about cleaning. So you'll see a lot of that kind of to do, the errands, the busyness of life, you'll find that that's a very big use of planners and probably the most common use of planners. And then the fourth way people use their planner is a journal style. So people will just write in their journal what their thoughts were for the day, what happened to them that day. You'll see some people do the weather tracker. So they have a weather and then the mood tracker. So they can kind of see, you know, how did the weather impact their mood? And this is especially important if you're somebody who suffers from a SAD, a seasonal affective disorder, where in the winter when you get that lack of sunlight, it really affects your mood. So you could start to see and track, you know, okay, when the sun was like this and the temperature was like this, my mood was like this. So it becomes more of a journal, and they can write about how their day was, and they can start to see patterns in their life about their day because they're seeing, oh, okay, Monday my mood was terrible, and here's what happened, but on Wednesday my mood was great, and here's what happened, and they can kind of start to see patterns of things that they do in their life through this journal style. So in that way, the journal has kind of become your your confidant, your your maybe your best friend. So and you'll see people are very very attached to the journal because what they're putting in there is it's that reflection of their day, a reflection of who they are at that moment in time. And it's a chance to have that conversation. So especially if you're an introvert and you don't have a lot of people that you would share these thoughts with, sharing them with your planner, just like sharing them with your journal, it becomes a very private space that you don't want anybody to be in. And that's where you'll see, again, this creative expression come through. Some people will just be doodling and coloring their pages to suit their mood. And especially in the bullet journal world, you can see a lot of expression there. So those are kind of the four... Ways or the four reasons people use their planners. So again, it's to creative expression, scrapbooking or memory keeping, tracking those to-dos lists, and all the things that are part of living a busy life, and also to be a journal. So you'll find that that's kind of the overview of planning through your journal, or I'm sorry, planning through your planner, and. Now you've got all these ideas. You're like, okay, what do I do? Do I have a different book for each one? What about different areas of my life? How many books am I going to wind up with? So slow down. <laughs> what we're going to try to do here is have you focus just on a few things at a time and play with a planner and get, get the hang of it. So you don't have to tackle all of this. You don't have to ever be a memory keeper. You don't ever have to be a journal person who uses your planner that way. So relax. Just because there's all these ways to use a planner does not mean you have to do them all and maybe and it doesn't even mean you should do them all. What it means is that there's a lot of potential, a lot of possibilities, and again, you start to see the excitement why people buy all these books because there's so much that they can do with them. And, and I, I gotta say, you know, even just recording this, you get excited about it because you're just like, oh my God, there's so many aspects of my life that maybe you didn't even realize you had. So your, your planners and being a planner girl all of a sudden gives your life so much more dimension because before maybe you weren't tracking anything about how your week was. And now the idea of memory keeping and taking photos and talking about different stories, all of a sudden your life has more meaning because you become more aware of what's going on in your day because you're thinking about what you're gonna put in your planner. So that is, to me, that's just so cool. And that's where you can see this addiction start to grow because it's like, oh my God, there is so much potential here. My life can be so much richer if I take time to be aware of all these things and if I take time to make the plans and then track the plans, and that's what we're all about here at Edit and Design is being aware, being conscious, and then making choices. And I think a planner is such a beautiful expression of how you can make these plans become reality. And, you know, I just, I've, I know, I'm becoming a planner geek. I get it. So if you're not there with me, maybe you'll get there one day. Um, but planners are just so much potential. So with all these options, you know, all these possibilities, and then all these different ways of using your planner, what do you do? You get to Michael's or Hobby Lobby, and you're staring down the planner aisle, and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I buy here? I don't want to become a planner addict off of day one. What do I buy? And here, here, here arises the next problem, right? There are so many choices. There are planners that are spiral bound. There are planners that are disc bound. There are planners that are perfect bound, which means they're glued in. What do you pick? So let's kind of go through the anatomy of a planner to help you decide what might be right for you. And then we can move to the next step of, okay, what do I buy? So spiral bound planner, it is what it is. You're not really gonna be adding pages. You're not really gonna be taking pages out. If you thumb, thumb through one and you love the way it looks, great, but know that that's what it is. So you won't see as many people in the spiral bound world. Certainly there are people, and definitely if you're in the bullet journal, spiral bound totally works for you. Um, but if you're somebody who might want to take pages in and out of your journal or, you know, I'm sorry, you know, of your planner and use it in different ways, you might find yourself a little bit limited by the spiral, but not necessarily. That's just a personal thing. Second thing is, is the spiral in your way of your writing? I'm left-handed. I hate the spiral. It drives me batty. Um, I like being able to take the page out of the book, work on the page and then put the page back in the book so that that spiral doesn't bother me. So... Just again, something to think about as you're, you know, a little bit of a criteria as you're starting to look at this, okay, what do I want? Do I want a spiral bound or do I not? The next kind of planner is the disc bound. So that's what you'll see with the happy planner. The pages have these round discs and then they're punched so you can just drop them in. And then you also have, in addition to the disc bound, you have the ring bound, which the rings pop open. So you can again, take pages in and out. Not a lot of differences between the planners. There's a lot of difference between the styles, but the actual binding of the planner It comes down to if you might want to insert your own pages, you're going to need a punch of some sort. So do they sell a punch for the, either like a seven ring binder or the disc planner? And do you want to invest in that? Or do you rather, if you're never going to ever add a page, then you might want to consider one of the spiral bounds. The perfect bound binder has the beauty of not having anything in your way of your hand. So again, those are the ones that are glued. So there's no no visible binding like a disc or a spiral. But the problem with those is a lot of times they don't lay flat, or they don't lay flat until you've broken them in over time. So if you're using the front of the book or the back of the book, they're a little bit harder to write in. When you're in the middle of the book, it seems to lay out much better. Again, up to you, personal choice. Um, I don't really like the perfect bound so much because it's just it is a little bit harder to write in. I like it lays. I like when it lays flat, and for me, I like to be able to take the pages out, and I like to be able to punch and insert my own pages. That's just my style. But that will help you eliminate a little bit. As you're walking down the aisle, you can start to judge things by the binding and whether or not you want to use something that's bound one way over another. Then the next phase you got to look at is kind of there's layers in a planner. There's the year at a glance. Then there's the monthly layouts. Then there's the weekly layouts. And then there may or may not be daily layouts. How big a planner do you want? If you get into something with a daily layout, which means there's one day on a page, which is back when the traditional planners, those day planners came out. That's kind of what you'd see for the appointments. So there's one day in a page and it has all the hours, or maybe there's two or three days on the page, but it's all the hours listed vertically down the page. That may not be your style. You may not have a lot of appointments. You may not need to track that. You can rule out those kind of planners because you don't need to spend money on pages you'll never use. So then there's the other planners. What you'll see a lot of is the monthly and then the weekly spreads where the entire week is across two pages only. And you don't have a lot of lines to write appointments. You have maybe boxes where you can fill in whatever, again, whatever you want. You make the rules, but it's not time bound. It's just, here's the day, use it any way you want to. Then within that, just to make it more complicated, there's different layouts. So the, pay, the weekly spread um, might go with a horizontal layout. So the days are listed over on the kind of the left margin and then across the page is room to write versus the vertical layout where the days are written across the top of the page and then there's room below it to write your day. And again, matter of preference, if you're going to be writing a lot, if you're going to be using journal style, if you're going to be using, um, you know, pieces of text, longer pieces of text for whatever you're doing, your lists have lots of words not just groceries, but lots of words, you're gonna probably wanna be on the horizontal layout. The vertical layout is hard to write text because there's only maybe an inch worth of space or two inches worth of space, and then the line ends and it's into the next day. So thumb through those planners or go on Instagram. You can certainly see a lot of people's um, layouts. You even kind of look behind the stickers, even the before the pen shots are good because you'll see more of the layout of the page and start to get a feeling for what you like and think about what you're going to be recording. So if it's just lists, short lists, you can probably get away with a vertical layout. But if it's you know, gobs of text or lots of doodles, you might want to look for more of a horizontal layout. And then on the monthly layouts, is it just the month or do you want to be able to track goals? Do you want to be able to track projects on the monthly layout? Do you have a lot of things to write in, like a lot of vacations and things you want to keep your appointments on the monthly page, so you want big monthly boxes? These are the kind of the things that are going to help you decide which Um, planner you want to get so you might want to think or jot down a list of all the things that you're thinking you might put in your planner again this might not be the same as what you actually put in your planner but these are the ideas you have and then go and look at the planners and start to see in your head again I would start on Instagram looking at pages and picturing how you would use that page or go into like the happy planner shop and look at their layouts before you get into the store the reason I say that is because when you get in the store you're gonna be overwhelmed again by all the variety out there so it's better to have a sense of how you're gonna use the page in the comfort of your own home before you're in a place where you might take your credit card out and start buying. So have, done, have your basic thinking done and then maybe go to the store and start to envision how you would use those planners. So we've covered what the planner craze is all about, we've covered why people plan, and now we've covered thinking about the layouts that you want, which planner is gonna be right for you. So now you are going to do your action step. Do a little bit of research, figure out which planner you want to use, figure out how you want to use the planner, what of these aspects that we've talked about today really appeals to you, and get excited. Because again, a blank planner is a chance to start over. And the beauty with planners is now you can find them all year long. Because there's so many new releases, you can always find them. And if you go to Etsy shops, people have planners galore that you can just download. So you don't have to invest in a whole book at this point. You can just invest in a planner that's maybe for the month of September, maybe the month of October. You don't have to buy the whole thing. You can also go and get a digital planner, which we didn't really talk too much about. But those are planners that you can use on your iPad. Um, Something like GoodNotes is a PDF app that allows you to use these digital planners. And I've fallen in love with them. I absolutely love them. And my only problem is my handwriting is so bad that then you put it on an iPad and it becomes 10 times worse. So I struggle with that. But take a look at the digital planners. That's another way to just download everything and not have a physical book. And think about the book size. There's big sizes, medium sizes, small sizes across all the lines. They have different sizes. What would you really carry? Or is it something that's going to sit on your desk? How are you going to use your planner? Does it have to be with you? Are your to-do lists going to be on your phone and not on your planner anyway? Or do you need a small planner that you can carry around with your to-do list? So think about how you will use it, which will determine the size and the format, whether it's electronic or paper, and how big a piece of paper is it going to be? Are you going to carry it around? Is the weight a problem? If you don't like carrying around a heavy planner, you're going to want to be able to take the pages out that you don't need. So you might be able to say, okay, if it's halfway through the year and I've just bought a planner, I could take out the first six months and lighten my load. Or if it's the beginning of the year, I can take out the last six months and put them in later so that I'm only carrying around six months at a time, I'm not carrying around all that weight. Or if I'm done with pages, I could take them out and not have to use them. You could also go down the undated route and buy a planner that's just blank, and you put the month in and you write the days of the week in, and that can be another way to do it and not have to carry around a lot of stuff, just carry around the month or two that you wanna work on. Again, tons of options, tons of opportunity, hard to know which way to go until you just dip your toe in. I, I always say that you gotta dip your toe in and try things out. So go on Etsy and download somebody's paper planner so you're not buying a ton of materials and play with that before you maybe decide to purchase a whole book. I like the physical book, I like the digital downloads, and I like digital planning. So you can go in a lot of different directions. Again, you have a lot of choices because you have a lot of different things you can plan. And try different things out to find out what works for you. So we've covered a lot of ground. You may have questions. Always hop over to lifeeditanddesign.com. You can hop in the chat box right there, or you can shoot me an email. Let me know what your questions are. I'm happy to answer them about the planner world. Happy to answer them about the Life and Design world. You can pop over to our Etsy shop or go to our website, both called Life Edit and Design. And you can see different planners. We have smaller planners. We try to come up with special events. So like our family events planner is just how to create events for your your family. We have a student agenda that's just how to plan things in your student life. Um, We're we'll be coming out with a Christmas planner very soon, which will help you plan an awesome Christmas holiday. That's going to be coming out. And again, we have these special um, season that's going to come up, which is going to have their own worksheets, which will help you plan and get again dip your toe into that planner world. So I hope you're as excited as I am for planners. I hope you're getting ready to um, dive on in. Again, this is just a tool for the life edit and design. Don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to become part of the planner community and you definitely don't have to join in on the drama. Instead, focus on this, how this tool can help you have a richer, happier, more intentional life. And that's what we're all about. So this is Julianne. I will talk to you next time.